0: Hello, everyone, and happy New Year! it's 2024. PC Purr is back after a week off, and we hope you had a restful, uh, delightful holiday, uh, free of illness. All of us are sick or have been, but uh, <coughs> it's fine. We're we're podcasting anyway because we haven't been ordered to stop yet. Yeah, there's no injunction. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we're here. We are. It's pcpurr.com. dot com. I don't know what I'm saying. Sebastian Beek.
1: <laughs> Jeremy Helstrom. <laughs> I'm Joshua (laughs) Oliver.
2: I'm Brett.
0: Yes,
3: uh, it's what is it today? The third of January. It feels so weird to say that. You know, usually CES starts today, but uh, calendars and whatnot. But Uh,
0: that's how horrible would it be if CES was already happening just a couple days after New Year's? But it has Uh, happened before. Yeah, it's
3: usually when you'd fly in. Yeah, for, yeah. you know, a lot of those early preview stuff.
0: You can go to patreon.com slash PC per and keep this going. Keep PC PCPurr's lights on. Keep us podcasting. And be like V. Lopez. And long time you, Durs.
3: Yes, thank you. Durs. Durs. Thank you, Durs. And Durs. 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 I, you know, I see and Durs every once in a while on our uh, Discord, but he's not in an IRC anymore. Hmm. Kind of nope. miss talking to Durs. Long- yeah. Long time member. Long, long time member. So thanks, Durs, and thanks, V. Lopez. Yes. Thank you so much. We and love thanks you. to Josh for continuing Me to Lopez. eat burgers. Because it's mm. just that time. It's time for Food with Josh. Uh, you know, I don't know what this one's called. I got to get my phone. Because obviously I am ill prepared. Heavy on the ill. It's the Hatch Green Chili Burger. Double mustard smashed patties, American cheese, chipotle mayo, and hatch green chilies. Yes, those are fire roasted hatch green chilies on that burger. It doesn't, you know, I didn't open it up because, you know, obviously it was squished in the bag for a while, but it was extremely tasty. You know, the double mustard was, was kind of a brilliant Brilliant addition to it all. Really offset uh, some of the chilies and the, and the chipotle mayo. So uh, it was a tangy, nicely spiced burger. And of course, if you like fire roasted hatch green chilies, then this is the burger for you. And someone said, "I've never seen a twerking burger before," and now I finally see what they're talking about. Oh yeah, that bun is really suggest. That bun is split right down the middle.
0: Before we begin news, let's go ahead and just do our official CES predictions. Uh, CES is next week. Starts on the 8th, I believe. Do you think artificial intelligence or
1: AI... Dark LLM blockchain
0: AI. ...will make an appearance at CES? Generative AI? Maybe. Yeah. Will it? Procedural AI? Because you know, uh, it bu- all the momentum was AI? building all through 2023, and CES, of course, being a little bit more mainstream, there's going to be a lot of, just beside the DIY enthusiast PC space. There's going to be a lot of, you know, consumer electronics companies,
3: there, home appliance companies. <clears throat> there's going to be so much AI. It's
1: okay. Razer's got really eight, bad
3: functions going here. Uh, Wi-Fi seven. That's probably going to get a yeah. lot of, you lot think of so? action. Okay.
1: Yeah, I would much. It'll be AI uh, enhanced.
2: Hey, I was just going to say, seven. Wi-Fi 7 with AI, yeah. optimized by AI.
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm. And a few video cards, a few CPUs. I mean, I haven't been briefed on really anything, but uh, we know through all the leaks, those things are, are coming. So that that's going to be a nice, nice little side. Okay. So, so Josh
0: had mentioned there might be a couple of video cards. There's a shocking lack of of concrete rumors out there. Like maybe these companies are actually doing a better job of preventing leaks because you have to go days into the past or even months back to read rumors about the 7600 XT. Here is a story from Tom's hardware from four days ago. RX 7600 XT may carry 16 gigabytes of VRAM like the RTX 4060 Ti. Now the 4060 Ti, if you're not aware, is just a 4060 with double... The VRAM, it goes from 8 to 16. Mm-hmm. Is that well, all the 7600 about, XT will be just doubling? But what about the rumors
1: that there's 10 and 12 gig variants as well? I I don't know. Like, it's just weird. It has VRAM. Yes, there's yes. some there.
0: It, possibly more VRAM than you need for a GPU of this uh, magnitude, but yeah, we'll see. That's so, just I'll what remember. I was thinking.
1: <laughs> Typically... Well, that's so the AI can run on it.
0: Oh, okay. Typically, this close to CES, if that's indeed where they're going to announce this, you would have then, specs yeah. up on tech power-ups, database. You'd have all sorts of stuff out there. Videocards.com would have, like, the GPU core and all of the other stuff. There's nothing. There's just probably there'd be, 16 There'd be gigabytes. takedowns. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe.
3: And what, an RX 7600 is around 250 bucks, 250 to 270 and the seventy seven hundred XT is is now dipping down to three ninety nine to four oh five. So that's, the, that's a hundred and fifty dollar range to uh, to get in there. And uh, you know, when when if, if even if it may be well it is going to be slower performance than a seventy seven hundred XT, uh, I wonder how much you can, you know, kind of squeeze it up there in price because you are getting a third more memory, you know, 16 gigs versus 12. So it's it's going to be an interesting uh, juggling act that AMD does with pricing. So
0: what do you think they'll just sandwich it, put eight on one side, eight on the other, no additional memory channels, same memory interface.
3: Cause that wouldn't really mm,
0: improve. That'd the be cheaper to
1: implement, but
0: that'd be a 4060 TI basically.
3: Yeah. Yeah. But if it's, you know, faster memory, even with the 128-bit bus of the 7600, then you're going to get some improvement. But yeah, I I don't know. I haven't seen any leaks that really talk about speeds and feeds and shaders. And all we know is it's a 16-gig card.
0: Before his departure, didn't Scott Herkelman say they were done? There was no additional silicon for this generation? I believe so. I thought that it'll just be a variant of something. Speaking of things we don't know, NVIDIA is teasing, there's people reporting as if this is for for sure a 4070 Super, based on one image from NVIDIA's GeForce uh, Twitter account. They're teasing something that looks like, obviously it's a Founders Edition graphics card of some kind, <coughs> it's superimposed over planet Earth with uh, the sun... Creating a lens flare of how many points in the background? Maybe there's some significance to this. Count the the points of lights, the the position of the uh, the stars, on the, stars
2: the sky. Yeah, it's it's probably all here. It's a binary code. Enough. Yeah, isn't that the forty seventy Ti Super that we've uh, heard? So I much don't want to
0: believe in a Ti Super because it's mm. just it's too many things. You might need to start the end
3: of the name. I want to believe. I don't want to, want to believe that they would have a Ti, a super. I'm really, TI I'm really super. hoping if, if whatever this does, that they do in fact drop down the prices of the higher and four thousand series to something that is not ludicrous. Because nine hundred bucks for a um, forty seventy Ti currently twelve gigs, yeah, and yeah. and the twelve hundred of course for the forty eighty, it just, it's just not So. Uh, Fingers crossed that we have, you know, a little bit better uh, pricing this time.
2: I don't think better pricing from NVIDIA is in the cards at CES. I can't imagine it.
3: They're pulling down so much bank. Yeah, but it's all in data center. True. And uh, AMD right now mm-hmm. is uh, their their seven thousand eight hundred XT is outselling their yep. entire stack. But Josh, if you look at the amount. same
0: hardware survey, nobody uses AMD graphics cards. Okay. Well, yeah, yeah. at internet cafes in China. Yes. Mm.
1: Now, Nvidia, like their GPU business for us, for the enthusiast, is just a side biz now. That, that's not where their money comes from. They mm-hmm. they will charge what they charge, and oh, you don't buy it. Oh, well, someone just bought a huge stack of her HPC cards, and we don't care. I I hate to say it, but it looks that's the way it's going.
0: How many 4090s end up being used for some kind of GPU compute
3: work? Jeez, I don't know, Josh. Lots. Yeah. lots. <laughs> we haven't bought any just because, you know, we, we bought uh, four 3090s back in the day, yeah, and uh, that's been good we enough to do so the far job. for us. Yeah. yeah, and then we got one forty seventy 4070 in, in kind of a remote computer that's doing edge uh, ML. But uh, yeah, we haven't really needed to get the, uh, the big iron uh, with the 4090. But, you know, maybe that time is coming, but not yet. New year, new budget, Josh. <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh,
1: yeah
0: our next news story, this comes from oc3d.net, Ryzen 5 8600G specifications leak, Zen 4, RDNA 3 graphics. We may have talked about new APUs coming at some point, but at CES, according to the author of this post, we expect AMD to introduce a new lineup of AM5 processors called the Ryzen 8000G
2: series. Boost clock of 5 gigahertz on a G chip here. That's pretty good. That is good. Rumor. Rumor. And it's, it's does back. that have says. eight cores or six? Six. Well, let's see. That's actually yeah, the uh, source
3: from video cards. I think uh, it must be six with the and five. It's six, yeah. And we're, then the new rumor is the eighty-seven hundred G with a full eight. I mean, it's a full fat with all of yeah. the uh, CPUs enabled and all of the uh, the graphics enabled, and uh, runs at a boost clock of five point one. Nice. Do you yes, believe uh, the TDP of
2: uh, six sixty-five watts on this
3: one? Yep.
0: Yeah. The, this the eighty-six hundred. They typically yeah. have a lower TDP on those APUs. Yeah. This is only six cores, twelve threads, so I can see that. Interesting. Seems I, I, I kind of believe a, this because this ge- this is a geekbench five gigahertz. Result. Somebody was yeah. running this with the correct six thousand megatransfers per second memory. Uh, yeah, I feel like this is this might be legit. Four channels of memory. Oh right, it's ddr 5 mm. Two 16 gig DIMMs is four channels. Oh, huh. Joy of the revolution, Josh. Hey, I know you love the 5800X <laughs> 3D, but if you get it, if you get it on AM5, you'll discover that you suddenly have quad channel memory from two DIMMs. Wow.
1: I don't know. That just sounds.
3: Why, weird how did I miss that? Fangled? Or just forget it?
1: You just forgot it. I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, Brain cell death over the holidays. There.
2: They're saying the uh, RDNA 3 clock is up to 2.8 gigahertz as well, which is not bad, com- no. especially compared to the older older chips. But RDNA 3 is very, very, reasonable, very, very reasonable light gaming uh, combined chip. Remember, RDNA 3 was architected for 3 gigahertz,
0: we heard.
3: Hmm. Yeah, I'll remember, <clears> uh, <throat> you know, going back for a second, the VCSD uh, RAM. No, no, yeah. nobody remembers yeah. that. Yeah,
2: I don't want to <laughs> So it was it. it was a via yeah. thing,
3: Uh virtual yeah. channel SDRAM that uh, made transfers a uh, little bit more efficient. Um, you could just, you know, virtually kind of partition that off. Yeah. I'm not sure entirely sure how it worked, um, but it, it did work. But for a while, it never ever went off the ground. So these chipsets had support for it. You could hardly ever buy VC, SD, RAM and then you know they went to dual channel DDR, and the rest is history. But now they've got four channels and two DIMs, so it's 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 not virtual channel; it's physical channel.
0: We have somebody in the YouTube uh, yelling that that's misleading. It's not actually two channels. Like okay. Well, I'm just telling you that that's what they say. Talk to JDAC. Talk to every motherboard manufacturer. Talk to everybody who makes a utility that reports it as four channels when you have two DIMMs. I don't know. I did not create DDR5 as a standard. we got go to go talk to Joe. I'm just telling you it reports as two channels per DIMM. Our next news story, this comes from The Register. Windows 11, unable to escape the shadow of Windows 10. Isn't that because it's really just Windows 10.1?
3: <gasps> yeah. Many but users the more are so annoying. steering
0: clear of Windows eleven as Microsoft continues to shovel AI into its flagship operating system and prepares updates to mollify regulators. I have not read this, but this is from yesterday. Yep.
1: Yeah, they're they're up to one in four computers.
0: Listen, this is because it's on the hardware requirements.
1: Yes, How many yes versions of Windows have ever said, I'm
0: and, sorry, and new, your recent new ships, system is new completely incompatible yeah. because it doesn't have TPU 2.0. Huh. Yeah. No, most,
1: most of
3: most my yeah, two, but...
1: TPM. But what? yeah, it's just, it's annoying and Microsoft is baffled as to why completely changing the UI again and just randomly moving shade around and Doing really nasty buggers with the registry, but that's a totally different discussion. Uh, yeah, th- this Windows 11 is probably one of the largest causes of e waste that will happen over the next <laughs> couple of years because corporations are going to have to dump so many laptops, so many desktops, and on the server side, you know, so many server chips uh, to go up to the, the new server version that, you know, it computers are just going to be tossed because they will be essentially useless and they have to buy brand new ones. It's frustrating on the financial side because no one wants to have to go and buy an entire new fleet of machines. And on the other side, it's just, seriously, this is just going to be laptops flying and ending up in giant piles in the countries that uh, allow that.
0: We're ushering in the era of like $40 systems on eBay from... E cyclers, you know, like they'll be.
3: Yeah, but you, you, you can get Ubuntu or whatever exactly. you want. Yeah, run, just oh, run a Windows 10 on it. On. They have a perfectly excellent platform.
2: Exactly. Like a lot of Microsoft, has, Microsoft has sort of faced the music to some degree on longevity of Windows 10. The article states they're finally bringing the long awaited AI infused Copilot to <sighs> Windows 10. Hold your breath yep. no more. It's coming to Windows 10. Those yeah. of you really, really wanted it AI it'll, infused copilot on Windows. It'll 10. download itself. Very easy to turn off for it's, your group policy. Yep, that'll get changed. Uh, it'll don't say that. It'll too, make sure that Chrome loud. Chrome doesn't launch anymore. It'll do all kinds of things yeah. for you.
0: Somebody's pointing what? out that you can do the bootable image in Rufus to bypass TPM requirement. Yes, but businesses yes, are going to do that. Businesses are not going to be okay with no yeah, i just went ahead and created my own custom installer with this free utility called rufus to, no what are you doing well it bypasses the no, tpm no, no, requirement no, no. yeah,
1: yeah that breaks our that policy and i got i got the os image from pirate bay windows 10 will die eventually ubuntu will live forever yes or red hat or whatever you want to run
0: i would rather run
2: and use is. old version of ubuntu than Windows 10 or 11. I've tried, but I've I've been trying Pop OS for a couple of years now. It's actually working out okay.
1: Yeah, I, I hear good. Th- I haven't
2: tried it, but I hear good things about it, and not mm-hmm. just from you.
1: It's all right. It's okay. It's okay. The
0: PCIe yeah. 5.0 MSI Spatium Spatium M570 Spatium. Pro Frozer. This is a giant tower. You
1: cooling? On a PCIe 5.0 drive. That's,
0: your SSDs need the same level of cooling as your CPU because, you know, they're power-hungry devices. and right, I mean, they're
1: pulling you. 12
3: watts through that connector, yep. which is a they little are. insane. Put Have a PCIe. you seen how close those okay. pins to get are together? Oh, yeah. How, how, yeah. how physically tall is this cooler exactly, Jeremy? How tall is this? How tall is it? Well, that's a personal yes. question. Then. Well, according to me, <laughs> it's seven and a half inches. Oh, no. it well, is
1: two two point seven five inches
3: tall? Oh, that's it. Okay. Well,
0: it's that's a it. grower, not a shower. So, it, yeah. How
1: long okay. is an M dot two
2: drive? It looks about the same. It's taller it's like, than it is long. It's taller than it is long. It, yes, you saying it's girthy. Yeah, it it's definitely a it's reaches a tad it from a certain angle, Josh. It's a tad girthy. Hmm. So, is that
0: three heat pipes? I mean,
2: it is three heat pipes. Jeez. Hopefully,
1: your M.2 slot will be able to support this beefy little critter. Uh, Because honestly, I don't think this was originally uh, conceived of in the spec. But if you want it passively cooled, and honestly, it could maintain wonderful temperatures. So, it could probably be a little bit smaller. But yeah. Otherwise, you, you get a tiny little fan because you'll need active cooling to be able to handle it.
0: This is the future that we all envisioned, yeah. right? We have M.2 mm-hmm. cooler piggybacking like right behind <laughs> your hot GPU there. Can't possibly yep. result in any convection. See, th-
3: this is the future Steve Herkelman wanted, <laughs> and he got it. <laughs> and he went skipping off on his merry way after he mm-hmm. succeeded. Uh, there's almost, definitely
2: room for a side blower fan on on this. Um, just pointing that out.
1: Oh, I'm sure that there will be uh, selling add-ons mm-hmm. for it.
2: Where does cooling for SSDs go next? Is it is it a full-on radiator with water or cooling? water cooling? That, yeah, it should okay. be underwater.
0: Yeah, why not? Okay, all right.
2: Especially once we start overclocking our Gen five drives. Yep, so the gauntlet is down. The gauntlet has been thrown. We want to see water cooling on yeah. SSDs. But it is zippy.
1: Yeah. They did a very good job on it. Yes. Uh, this one's, uh, yeah, it's the fizon E26 again. But again, just a, a very good implementation of it. Wait, so and this met, isn't just uh, a MP700 realize... Pro that is actively cooled. This what is not just, just
0: a cooler. This is an SSD and cooler together. Yes. yes okay oh yeah i don't know yeah. i thought it was just a cooler yeah.
1: oh no no this is the, it comes with the ssd okay and it does completely break shroud's law as you might expect Oh, well, uh, like way terabyte. below 10
0: cents a gig perfect
1: yep <laughs> two terabyte was range in between three to 350. that's
0: wait that's more than
1: 10 cents a gigabyte that
2: that's more
0: significantly cool. yeah okay
2: Okay, but you RAM prices are on their way up. On their way up, anyway. I, I don't think we're going to yes, see SSD prices much longer. Yeah, should have, should have. They're five for cents a gig, gig
1: there for a while. It was wonderful. Well, I'm sure you could find a 3.0 at that price, but
3: I don't know. I got that uh, next storage uh, four terabyte for almost 200 flat. Nice. Yeah. Now you, yeah, higher, yeah. Now yeah. it's four, yeah. Oh, ouch! No, prices are headed up. No, it's 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 like two thirty to two forty, but okay, but still, they're yeah. still affordable. All right, let's let's take a trip back
0: in time to the oldest known version of MS DOS's predecessor, what CPM, that has been discovered and uploaded. Eighty-six DOS would later be yep. bought by Microsoft, to take over the computing world. I thought they bought Quick DOS.
1: It began oh, the, those QDOS. The quick, and quick, dirty, and dirty. quick and dirty yeah, operating quick
3: and dirty system, DOS. man.
1: QDOS. Yep. It
3: wasn't QuickDOS, it was...
0: Now, I'm sure he was. he's thrilled in hindsight, of course, that he sold it outright to Microsoft for what, like $25,000 or something? $40,000. It all worked
1: out perfectly in the
0: end. Sure, if he just charged Microsoft. a licensing fee. But no, Microsoft did. They were smart. They bought it outright, and then they licensed it to IBM, and then they became yeah. one of the richest companies in the world. So, things changed, I, though.
2: I thought for sure you might want to run this one. The, uh, the person who, uh, just recently discovered this, which is like a very old version of 86 DOS, um, uploaded it for others to download and try on a virtual machine. I can't see how you'd resist. I, I figured you want to get yeah, it It's it on a the internet the, archive now, right? Mm-hmm play the chess game. Mm-hmm yeah. There includes uh, some of the favorite DOS commands. I think uh, check disk might be there. So, you know, all really, all, even back yeah. in 86
0: DOS, we had check disk. That's fantastic. <laughs> what the uh, dir, CD, CD is there. Let's move to in security corner. Our first story the terror that is terrapin to ruin your new year. Already, come on, Jeremy. There's
1: only 11 well, million servers at risk. Yeah. I mean, it's not only like just over half of all the servers that they pinged to see if it was vulnerable. We mentioned this just before the holidays as a proof of concept that breaks SSH. The one, the one thing we had left, the, the one secure protocol we had left and you had to go and break it all. Now nothing has been publicly detected as actually actively using this and you still need an attacker in the middle. You already need to be breached for this to work. But the sheer volume of vulnerable SSH servers is terrifying because sooner or later someone's going to figure out a new and improved way to leverage this and it's going to ruin everyone's day. And the patching process Jeremy, is not I think just...
2: 11. I think 11 million mm-hmm. is low, honestly. 11 million, I think, hey, might the, be low. Well, and uh,
1: the thing is that uh, Shadow Server, uh, Shadow Server, who I just ran into, uh, I mean, they probably can't scan everyone. A lot of what mm-hmm. they did was like the the US, Europe. Uh, I mean, how do you hit the great? How do you get through the great wall firewall of China to find out? So yeah, I think it's low, but I think the key takeaway is just over 50% of all of the servers they scanned were vulnerable. I think that's the number to take away. So yeah, you, there's some patches for prefix trunctation attacks, which are very easy to implement, but then you just got to sort of use the, and there is an open source tool to detect whether you're vulnerable or not. And just sort of keep hitting yourself until you're not vulnerable because this one, I hope it's just one of those ones. It's just like, yes, Theoretically, this is horrible, but you can't really leverage it. But I really worry that this is going to be one that someone's going to figure it out. And yeah, we depend on SSH to keep really, really important things safe.
0: Info-stealing malware can still access victims' compromised Google accounts even after passwords have been changed. This is from the Register. Google password resets not enough to stop these malware strains. But what
2: the this is a zero-day. This is a zero-day exploit that's yeah. uh, out there in the wild right now, and they <clears throat> sort of call this one an a, an info stealer simply because it's mining the user's computer for all kinds of of interesting data. And one of the things that it grabs is essentially a couple of pieces of data out of a secure store from the Chrome browser that, when put together, allows the miscreants to essentially regenerate your secure Google session token on demand. And what that means is if they re if they inject it into one of their browser sessions or anything that is pretending to be a browser, they're essentially you logged in again, no matter how many times you change your password, these two keys essentially remain the same. You have to kill all of your sessions dead, dead, dead in order to make this not work. So even if they've grabbed this info, even if you clean your system, if you don't force log out everything they can still regenerate a session key uh, under essentially your auspices and log in again as you during a browser session every place that you're using google it's a bad one which
1: says that alphabet and google should damn well be refreshing those keys every once in a while and they don't and they don't and i didn't have time to dig into it but I'm suspecting that this means you pretty much have to completely reset an Android phone. Otherwise that token's still gonna to be alive because you know you can log out, but that thing is still attached to your account.
2: And that's exactly what the underlying mechanism that this that they're amplifying is used for legitimately by Google software that's called multi login. It allows a lot of Google enabled Google session enabled software to use your credentials over and over again. So they retrieve this from the store, generate a session token for their usage, and then essentially actuate API's as you. And that's what the bad actors are doing here. You really, you have to kill your login. I believe there's a way to do it inside your Google account. You have to like kill all active sessions and then re-login or re off every app that's using your Google token or your Google keys or your login, all of them
3: everywhere. That's the only way to, that's the only way to kill this. Yeah. Did you know Gmail state actors have got like these H100 GPUs and, are doing brute force ML learning on a lot of this stuff until it just finally figures it out through a it millions iterations. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 not going to be good. But it's 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 a it's a arms race, and we're losing.
1: That's why I use Cockney rhyming slang for my uh, passwords. <laughs> yeah, very good, very good. Good luck figuring that one out, large language model. Mm-hmm. Nice.
0: Next, Spotify Music Converter puts users at risk. Who would have ever guessed that a service Imagine. that allows you to download <laughs> copyrighted music streams, it converts <laughs> copyrighted music streams into downloadable files without you know, DRM. It's
2: exposing
0: 151 million parsed records with users' IP addresses,
2: user area, user IDs, email, device info, now just admittedly, this though. was this was only open for about 24 hours before they patched it. Yeah. Now, of course, you had to download the patch for this one, but there's a certain kind of like you deserved it kind of thing going on with this. That's like you are using a piece of software to subvert copyright and you got your information stolen. I, I don't know. It just just says to me, maybe you had this one coming. From Security Week,
0: free decryptor released for black. Basta or Basta
2: ransomware. Basta, I think. Yeah. Basta.
0: It's spelled like pasta with think, a B. I think,
2: I I think it's how, like past. Basta, how do you pronounce pasta, an illegitimate yeah. uh, child? Uh. <laughs> so th- there were. Uh, this was from uh, a little while ago. This is from year- years ago. This is uh, they were active since in 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 2022, but there were a lot of uh, unfortunate victims of this, um, and they were. Um, Customers of ABB, Capita, Maple Leaf Foods, uh, Rheinmetall, Falls, so a lot of European I, from from my perspective here. But if you happen to be a, a victim of this hacking crew or this this ransomware, um, they made a ton of money decrypting people's data. But there is now recently a free decrypting tool. Um, because they made a mistake in the encryption algorithm, where they essentially reused the first 64-bit seed. There was a, a mistake instead of advancing it through this seed algorithm that they had. The original uh, encrypting algorithm that was setting you up for ransomware uh, reused the same essentially seed key. So because it used the same seed key they, over a long period of time, meaning a lot of data, can, they were yeah. eventually able to reverse engineer that key or the, the original key that went into it. So they, they built this description key. Unfortunately, like the first, like some number of bytes, like 5,000 bytes or something from long files and anything that was smaller than that will be non-retrievable. Uh, but things like disk images could probably be retrieved again and and larger files like big PDFs and things like that, some, something you can kind of reconstruct the headers with. The, the almost humorous thing about this is after this decryptor came out, Re- recently the the crew that are is putting out the ransomware fixed that advancement problem with the um, their encryption key so anything oh, after December 2020, 2023 anything was that is encrypted after last month is now not breakable by this free decryptor. So um, apparently the hacking crews are also keenly aware of of bugs once they they're notified and they're on the ball and fixing things immediately as as quickly as they can.
1: Unfortunately, that means that XML files are probably totally screwed and thank you, Microsoft for moving to XML for everything.
2: There's a bunch of, a bunch of files that probably won't be retrievable, but. It's essentially a somewhat good news story. Yes, absolutely.
0: And speaking of good news, it's already time for gaming quick hits. As we approach 11 p.m. on the East Coast, first story, Fallout London will make your St. George's Day memorable.
1: It will. It's been years since this has been uh, worked on, and it was supposed to come out last year but they made a decision that uh, Bethesda definitely wouldn't, which is to, no, no, we're going to make sure that it's ready, and then we're going to release it. It's kind of hard to even call this a mod, because uh, as you can see from the screenshot and for the audio listeners, uh, there's 53 main quests, 35 side, 25 faction, 64 randoms, 16 gang quests, and 5 companion quests mostly because two of the seven companions are non-human. Yes, one is a dog, and it's London, so you know what breed of dog it is. Uh, somewhere around 92,000 lines of dialogue have been recorded. They've redone all the assets, taken all of the original music and from Fallout 4, which is what the base was, added three new radio channels, a whole bunch of new uh, environmental music, Redone the crafting system, invented trebuchets that explode and take out walls. Uh, there are elephants. It's Fallout, but in London, and it's looking pretty nice. So April 23rd, for those that aren't familiar with the patron saint of uh, Great Britain, we'll see it released. You've got Fallout 4, so it'll be free for you. If you don't, well, don't worry about it. The map size is essentially what they're saying, equivalent to the original game and the Far Harbour DLC. So it's it's pretty big and it looks gorgeous. I'm looking forward to this. Unfortunately, you can still build settlements and they've been uh, anglicized.
3: And when did they say it's going to be out? April, April 23. 23. Nice, St. George's Day. Hmm. St. George's exactly. Day. Next up, Steam support for Windows 7, Windows 8, and Windows
0: 8.1 evaporates. We knew this was coming, but apparently New Year, New OS. Sorry, you have got to be on at least Windows 10 if you're on a Microsoft yeah. OS. <laughs> yeah.
2: new, new OS, who dis? <laughs>
1: yeah, because otherwise you're not going to get game updates. Steam support will just, even more so than normal, brush you off. Uh This will, of course, have an effect on, because I did check out the uh, hardware survey for 2023, roughly 1% of all Steam users.
2: How many millions of people is that again?
1: Uh, It is a significant amount. And the best part about it is that Steam relies on an embedded version of Chrome. That runs. So it's, it's, it's yet another Chrome skin apparently. And as of, uh, now Alphabet is not going to produce any more updates for it for anything predating windows 10. So steam said, well, all right, since we're just, uh, borrowing your uh, web browser design, we'll, uh, follow suit and boom, that's it. You're out. But that was one of the more interesting things. that I did not realize that Steam was actually an embedded version of Chromium running as an instance. What is it anymore? You know, um,
0: I didn't Firefly. know it was based
2: on Chrome, but it was. <laughs> but it was pretty apparent that it was a. It was web browser. It was web based. Well, yes, you know, that was. I
1: just didn't realize. Yeah, it's. It's 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 the
3: old uh, netbook version of Chrome. Uh-huh. except updated mm-hmm. for a new generation. You, you know, once we do started getting tabs and then apps inside yeah. Chromium, you knew it was going to be an OS on an OS, and you're just screwed.
1: Damn that recursion. Yeah.
0: <clears throat> Finally in Gaming Quick Hits, Star Wars Outlaws. It's coming late this year, says Disney. I've seen a lot of excitement Say, uh, about this story. Uh,
1: <laughs> I mean, I'm. I hope, but I don't want to be disappointed ruined a lot again. Of
3: well, how did how did that uh, the old uh, Empire or what old uh, Republic? Yeah, MMO KOTOR. Do? Not. No, well, that was the that was the the single player game, but they had a yeah. MMO no, the the Memorka. Yes.
1: Knights of the Old mm. Republic. No. Wait, that's the
2: other one. No. This is going to be the big release from Ubisoft next year. Um, yeah, maybe so that's or what we got to look forward to. Uh, Twenty. Well, sorry. Yep, you're right. Yeah, it's a new year, late release. Brett. Oh, oh my gosh! It's upon happy us. New Year, everybody! Yeah, happy, happy New, to new you Year, to too, Brett. Uh, yeah. Welcome to right. 2024. It's, it's very exciting. Call back to the start oh. of the show well, we talked about it being a bigger new year. Yeah. <laughs> That is correct. Uh, yeah, this, we're looking at probably late 2024 to to see whatever is, the, is they mean by a significant Star Wars open world game. I'm, I'm hoping yes. for the best, but my my hopes aren't very high.
3: Yeah, hope, fertile mines good,
1: or fertilizer? Mm-hmm. We're not quite sure yet. Mm.
3: All right, uh, Josh stole Me. All right, I still got a time.
0: Pick. Josh, it's time. Run long. It's time. For picks of the week, Josh, please
3: get us started. You know what uh, happens when when you're faced with price increases? You buy it while it's still low. So I'm, I'm choosing these 2x16 gig G-Skill Flare X5 AMD Expo DDR5 memory modules. They're not fancy. They don't have LED lighting, but that's CAS 30. Reasonable timings expo support. And uh, you know, I still think they look nice. 32 gigs is still plenty for now. Uh, I don't know of many people that you know, other than serious photo editors and video editors that that need more than that. I certainly don't because I'm not any of those things. Um, but yeah, 105 bucks uh, right now. That's pretty much the price across the board. And it's only going to get higher as the year goes on. So say goodbye to sub $100, uh, fast kicks that we were seeing like 92, 93, 95 bucks. Um, and now they're, they're going up, it's gone up at least 10 bucks in the past month and it's going to get worse. How many channels are, are in there, Josh? Four. How many?
2: Four channels. There are okay. four channels.
0: Nice. What are those real channels? Is that misleading?
2: That's us simulate. Are those banked? Is that bank switched? Is that it's what's going for, on? It's for
3: sub channels. Come on. Let's, let's, let's get that mm. terminology, right? Oh, okay. Okay. All right. All right. So it's,
2: it's real. It's not virtual. Okay. It's not virtual. Okay.
0: Uh, Jeremy, do you have a pick? I do. It's, okay.
1: It's, did you ever play Daggerfall? The, uh, Second Elder Scrolls game. Didn't
3: have the chance, didn't know it existed.
1: Uh yes, it, it did. It was after the arena. Uh it is what is known as the largest map ever released for uh one of the Elder Scrolls games. It is sixty two hundred thousand square miles in size originally. Uh, And if you tried to play it originally, well, it came out a very long time ago and would drive you nuts because it's butt ugly. However, a bunch of lunatics have remastered it in Unity. So you can literally go through the original, and sorry, it was 1996 when it first came out. So an eternity ago is not exaggerating much. You can grab it. If, as long as you have Daggerfall, which is free on Steam, you don't have to pay for it. It's just there. And you can check this out. Uh, there, there's a good chance you will never finish it because this was one that was made for when you didn't have much responsibilities other than school and eating and so could just spend hundreds of hours a week playing games. It's, it's not going to be fun. Uh, it wasn't wonderfully well done uh in some ways there's there's just a lot of slog and the, the the hilarious thing about it is that there's as I recall about eight different endings all of which completely change the the world of the elder scrolls but because they just sort of retroacted that all in uh, in the third game it doesn't really match so it's okay if you break the entire world if you play this thing, it's okay. Morrowind just sort of says, no, there was a weird thing that happened, and now this is how things are. But even just to load it up and take a look at it will impress you because it is monstrous. Thank you, Jeremy. Uh,
0: Brett,
2: do you have a pick of the week? I, I do. Um, if If you're like me, and I know that I am, I think maybe you've got a home lab And you're going to put a 19 inch rack in it and you want to rack all the things, but you're staring at your cable modem and it's this ungangly little Ares thing or Motorola thing or whatever. And maybe you've got a couple of uh, Raspberry Pis or some small switches that don't rack mount easily. You know what? There's actually a bunch of lunatics out there who can solve this problem for you. And here's an example of one of them here, which I linked to. This is a 19 inch rack mount kit for an AERIS surfboard S33, which is a, a, a little pill shaped thing, uh, and uh raspberry PI uh, connectors. So for less than 50 bucks, you can get this, this, uh, this rack mount kit that allows you to put this, uh, cable modem and a raspberry PI essentially on a little platform that they've 3d printed. Um, and you can, uh, uh troll Etsy and look for literally dozens of these different things that are customized to fit small switches, different Aeris modems, Motorola modems, TP Link uh, switches, uh, Netgear stuff. It's uh, very clever what a lot of people have done out there. So if you're looking to rack mount all the things, there's probably a way. Here's one of them. So many 3D printed things. Yes. Very clever, lunatics. Clever, clever lunatics. Okay, I have a pick actually.
0: Let me put a link in here. That's so nice for future reference. Well, you know, because it was the holidays,
3: so it oh, was God the holidays. I so I was actually out. in two stores
0: weeks. for one of the you know the few times I ever actually get out and just shop aimlessly. And naturally, when one is shopping alone thoughts turn to oneself and what one self desires and you know, things that might be nice for me instead of other people. So I was like, Oh mm. wow. Okay. I was in the pocket knife section of the local hardware store looking at the buck knives and the Gerber knives and stuff. And here's a category I did not even know existed until just a few short weeks ago. Folding pocket box cutters. My pick of the week is a folding pocket box cutter not a pocket knife a pocket box cutter now i have actually uh obtained one of these in recent months but it's pretty big this thing is much smaller this is from gerber eab light hold on jeremy has something so you have one of these things already yeah that's similar to the one that i have now
3: yeah i started seeing those about uh six months ago yeah. people would pull them out and it's like, is that a box cutter?
1: Yeah. yeah. Now it's not a drywall cutter. Don't use it when you need excessive force. It, okay. it doesn't we'll necessarily like that.
0: Oh, but okay. for box
1: cutting or just, you know, opening up a plastic clamshell or something. No, it's wonderful. Okay.
0: Uh, the reason this Gerber one is nice is it's quite small. I was looking at it in person at a local store, and uh, it's
3: it's really small. Here is a picture of it. Do you, do you have to get tattoos if you buy it?
0: I think it's optional. This guy you, is obviously. You use you know, the knife I mean, to
3: make the tattoos.
0: But look, it also doubles as a money clip. Oh, even better! No, it's a,
2: it's a, did did you get the Gerber one? It's that's very. And it's and it's pretty pretty cheap
0: at the the store near me really? it was only 13 bucks yeah because it doesn't come Amazon. with a blade it's 1329
3: <laughs> wow so,
0: very inexpensive and and I mean if you're like me you've received so many damn Amazon packages in the last couple of months especially that yeah,
2: just opening you know, them is a chore yeah, yeah
0: opening and then breaking them down I like to cut my boxes down before I put them in the recycle bin because it takes a pointless mm-hmm. space that way. So having one of these in your pocket all the time is very, very helpful in this day and age. And for $13, $13.29 yeah. for this one,
2: it only holds long long oh, you, about
1: five you, inches. So one you, and a half inches. Yeah.
2: YouTube chat suggests that the tatted arm picture is in use at your local prison action picture.
0: Yeah, and they're easy to smuggle in to uh, prison.
2: <laughs> if, right. uh, you know. They can easily be pawned. Special, Special orifice, pocket. really? Uh,
3: <laughs> no. Uh, uh, yeah,
2: yeah.
0: But the one drawback to this, compared to my regular utility knife <clears throat> that I've been using for years, is my utility knife holds like five extra blades in the handle. This is just one blade at a time, so that's kind of annoying. But you can always flip it around. You know, when it gets dull, flip it. How often do you break blades? You need. I don't, but I dull them
1: because well, I'm yeah.
0: so much crap all the time. I, I can't even describe. I mean, it's multiple boxes a day. Uh, yeah, opening, breaking down.
2: Yeah, you definitely box. want one of these in your prison pocket. Okay, <laughs> so <laughs> all right, enough today. of the prison <laughs> stuff. All right, I think that'll do
0: it for our first podcasts of the new year, twenty twenty four. So exciting! I'm sick again uh, after being again.
1: <laughs> Well, just very briefly. No, none of those are year rings.
0: All the respiratory
3: stuff going around has hit my family hard. My wife is sick. Knock, I'm knock sick. on wood, so I'm I sick. traveled through major airports and still haven't. It's not
0: affecting you at all. Josh is just, Same I need here. to eat a burger every mm. day
3: to keep the doctor away. See? Yeah. Do you know how much uh, how much sick leave I have at work? No. It's a, like three hundred and fifty hours. Do you can you cash that in? No, sadly I can't. Oh. Only only vacation. Oh. Okay. Yeah.
1: Hmm. Well, it sounds like you need to be sick for uh, about a week and, <laughs> and a bit.
2: <laughs> yeah,
3: Maybe Sebastian, week's can. only forty hours. Sick
2: through the internet. Yeah. Oh well, then it worked for me. Yeah,
0: I got Josh. Josh, I got Brett sick last week. On this not last True. week i on yeah. the podcast two weeks, two weeks ago. ago he claims that i somehow got him
2: sick because somehow. he was sick correct. over christmas correct i mean you were coughing straight into your microphone that's <laughs> all i remember yeah that's what this uh when you this guys use the for. same microphone don't you <laughs> not anymore no oh no well, that's right
1: sebastian upgrade yeah
2: jeez i he, he did. keep forgetting a nice i have to mic. review He's this a- thing
0: Someday when I have a voice again. I don't want to release any more YouTube videos where I sound like this. It's
1: annoying to everyone. Well, thankfully, I was only flying seven triple sevens this holiday. Thanksgiving, 777? it was
3: 737 MAX. All lucky sevens, Final Fantasy seven reference. Yeah, I got a 737 MAX 8 flight. It was the first time I was on it. It was a nice aircraft. Oh, it was. Yeah, and it didn't yeah. crash on me in Thanksgiving, yeah. so I really appreciated that, too. Yeah, Boeing did a bad uh, job of of training yeah. their pilots on on the new MCAS stuff. Yes, they did. Um, yeah, because it's although it's, offering it was, as DLC was easy... also a bad thing. The what? Offering it as DLC was
1: also a bad.
3: Oh thing. yeah, yeah. The, well, the redundancy there. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, what do we have here? All lucky sevens.
0: Yes, I did take a picture of my TV when I went into a battle against Emerald Weapon with all lucky sevens on Barrett and Tifa. You are you are not, you do not need to adjust your set. That is real. I took this picture. When, did I, when was I playing this?
1: You look as excited as that 13-year-old kid that crashed Tetris.
0: July 1, 2020 at 11.01 p.m. That kid,
2: that kid is a, a phenom, picture. Picture. let me tell you. He is. <clears throat> mm-hmm.
3: Hmm. Oh, this I don't know Samsung what any of
0: that means. S9. This is a Samsung, Samsung Galaxy that... S nine plus, which t- came in handy over the holiday when my iPhone ten from two thousand seventeen finally died, yeah. and uh, now I'm on this Android phone until I buy another hmm. with a replaceable phone. battery. Oh. No, I wasn't playing Final Fantasy seven on the phone. I was playing it on my TV, and I took a picture of my screen with my phone four years ago. Okay uh let's end it let's we didn't officially end the show so let's just stop the recording now